This is the Happy Deer Career Podcast, episode 145. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That 145, that's like strangely close to three years worth of weekly episodes. Hmm. Hey, Scott. Hey, Mark. How's it going? It's, it's going really good. Good. I have, a, I have a quick question for you. Who is the coolest person that you have ever been compared to? I'm pretty sure it's George Bush. Senior strategy or, or W or not W? The strateginator. W? Who, who, w. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. The w. Who, who's the person that, who's the coolest person you've ever been? <sighs> I would have to say Justin Timberlake. What? Yeah. Hey, HTYCers. If you've been struggling to figure out work that fits you, then join our eight-day free mini course. All you have to do is text HTYC to 38470. That's HTYC to 38470 or simply visit figureitout.co. That's figureitout.co. See you there. This has happened to your career. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and then make it happen. Whether you're looking to do your own thing or find your dream job, you've come to the right place. I'm Scott Barlow. Hey, this is Scott Anthony Barlow, and you are listening to Happen to Your Career. This is the show that helps you figure out what work fits you by exploring other people's stories. We get to bring on experts like Emily Wapnick, who helps people that don't have just one true calling or have a lot of interests, or people who have pretty amazing stories like Eric Murphy or Jared or, geez, we've got like three years worth of stories. Wow. But... Here's the one really interesting thing. Ever since episode one, these are people just like you that have gone from where they are to what they really want to be doing. They're people that are just like our next guest. And this is this is a special one because I have I've got somebody back on the podcast and I want you to take a listen right now. Hey, I am ridiculously excited and a little elated and barely able to keep a straight face to, to welcome our, our guest today. We, we barely got this recording off. We, uh, I don't know. This is, we'll say this is in between gigglish fits of laughter, but I have today with me no other than the person who helped, helped start this podcast off way back when episode one, even the introduction, episode two, and at least episode three, actually more like 83. I'm not even, I'm not even sure how far it was, but the guy who helped, uh, who helped get this business up and running way back when, and then kindly decided to leave before it was really, really profitable, but then came back to help, help the mission and help the cause I have with you, with me here, not with you. He's, he's here. He's right here. And with you, Mark Ryan. Seaver crop. I just found out his middle name in order to be able to say that. Mark, how you doing? I'm good. The man, the myth, the legend. The man, the myth, the legend. It is I'm Mark. good. Yeah, very Happy good. Third anniversary. Happy third anniversary. And that is why we have Mark back on the show. Uh, actually, that's not the only reason. Not didn't even give me flowers. I know. I am. I am so sorry. Like I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm flustered now. I'm flustered. Just do the dishes and I'll be happy. Okay. All right. That's fair. That seems reasonable. <laughs> David Ralph is going to have a hate it. <laughs> oh, man. David Ralph. Yeah. David Ralph was one of our past guests. If you haven't dug into the archives, you got to go listen to David's episode. But we have, we've got so much in store for you and so little time as it turns out. We, uh, we're, we're here to, we've got Mark here to celebrate three years and at the exact same time, we wanted to we wanted to make this not uh, not about him, although I kind of I would be fine have made it about you as it turns out. But we also want to make it about all of you. Yeah. So we have 
we've got a couple of things in store for you. We want to be able to take some of the questions that we've gotten over the last three years again and again and again, and even take some recent emails and be able to try and answer those on the air, live. on the air, live, sort of live, as live as a recorded podcast gets. Live from live. Moses Lake. It's Friday afternoon. Live from Moses Lake. It's not Saturday <laughs> night, but we're still here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, this is this is this is this is. So, um, I think we should kick it off with an email that you got not that long ago. So this was cool because I, as many of you know, I haven't been on the podcast for a while, um, but I started working with Scott again. I'm doing the affiliate management for Happen Your Career, and I got this email back in uh, July. Now it's been a few months, but and it's funny we mentioned David Ralph because this is the exact same episode that allowed David to connect with us, Scott. Um, I got an email and the subject line was more than a year later, episode 21. And all this person said, her name's Jackie. And she said, hi, it's England in capital letters. Love, <laughs> love, love this podcast. And if you haven't listened to episode 21, that's the one where we had the conversation about, I think it was maybe Joe Casey's or something. Was it Joe Casey? It might've been. Yeah. I'm pretty because sure we were trying show. to figure out what I, and I asked the, the listeners, I said, what is it? Is it England or the UK or Great Britain? Or what do you people call yourself? What is the deal? And and so David responded, and that's how he and I got connected, or the three of us got connected. But then so Jackie listens to this a year later and and tells me that it's England. And so I responded to her, and this is where that, that intro came in, Scott. Um, I said, hey, thanks. Totally made my day that you responded. Thanks for listening, you know, so on and so forth. And then she's, her response was, oh, my, I feel like I just got a reply from Justin Timberlake. How about you have made my day? And, uh, and then she goes on to say that she's been binge listening to the podcast for about a week. And she says to the point where I take a longer route to work just to get that audio time in. It's so inspirational. And I love that you guys are still going. Um, she says she gets tempted to move forward to automatic downloads, but she's like, I got to stay in order. I don't want to miss anything. And then she said, and you know, Scott, this is to you because you know, you're the one doing this now, but thank you for making my journey and hopefully my life even more fulfilling. And then I broke the news to her. Um, that, uh, I, I was no longer on the podcast. Spoiler alert for episode and like 80 or so. <laughs> I, I did. I said, you'll find out the further you get along that I jump off the podcast, but Scott's still rocking it. And she said, oh no, I have impending doom. It's like finding out your favorite game of Thrones character gets killed off. Dun, dun, so dun, now dun. one email chain, I was, re I was compared to Justin Timberlake and her game favorite of game of Thrones character, not just a game of Thrones character, her favorite one. So Jackie, you are my hero. You make my life better. Thank you very much. Shout out to Jackie. Jackie, you rock. Thanks for listening. Really, really appreciate it. And thanks for going in in order. That is some devotion right there, by the way. Going in awesome. order. And now I'm super curious which Game of Thrones <laughs> first. Which is. character am yeah, I? Which character? I've never oh, watched man. it, so I don't even know. I know. No. See, like you've you you know how many people you just disappointed right there? Probably. Yeah. I have actually never watched it either. But okay. I'm I'm their favorite one. Yeah. So yeah. That's fair. But I think, you know, one of the things that uh, that happens behind the scenes that I think is really, really cool is um, we get lots of emails from you and like to the tune where I literally have a file folder with, I think, several thousand emails in there now. I haven't counted, but there's a lot from over the last three years. And that just blows me away. So thank you very, very much. Like you are the reason why, why we keep doing this. Well, and why Mark jumps in every once in a while now too and stuff too. So I felt obligated after I Jackie know. said that. It's I like, know. I have to come back. It's, <laughs> it's like, I've got to make a cameo appearance. You're on the hook. You're on the hook. Well, I appreciate you coming back. So we've got, we've got more, more emails and stories just like that. But you know what I just realized was really, really interesting. So you mentioned David Ralph, right? Yep. yep. So episode 21, the one that we were just talking about where Mark has no clue what is, uh, whether it's England or the UK or anything else along those lines. And, um, I probably didn't either, but I'm going to assume for the sake of this conversation that I knew exactly what it was. I just realized that I just sounded like when I, when I did that, looking back now, I realized that I sounded like one of those like arrogant self-indulged Americans <laughs> that doesn't know anything about. Don't you know where Alaska is? Alaska is. <laughs> it's on the ocean over there by Hawaii, right? <laughs> on all the maps. Uh, uh, anyway, sorry, David Ralph. No, David Ralph. So when David Ralph emailed you, 
he he was in a totally different career. Actually, a career that he hated, a career that he uh, was not that excited to keep going into, to say the say the least. Um, and that, that was really, really interesting because less than, what, 18 months later? Has it been about 18 months or so? Yeah. Now yeah. he has Now he has several different businesses and mm-hmm. the top, one of the, not the top, but one of the top podcasts in the UK. Yeah. And one of the top ones in the United States too. Yeah. Yeah. He's been climbing left and right. So that's really interesting to me that just um, like how quickly things can change. I know you and I have had that conversation yes. like five or yes. six times over the years, Mark. Uh-huh. It's it's pretty amazing. Like when you are taking one step after another, like just how quickly things can change. Like that's a guy who was in you know corporate training for years, uh, years and years. Yeah. I can't even remember how many years, like almost getting close to I think it's like 20, yeah, I think, 15 yeah. years or something along those lines. And then lo and behold, you know, he decides he's going to do it completely differently. Uh, and now he's got, he's got a couple businesses and yeah, one of the top podcasts. And it's all because of the happening career podcast. I mean, 100%, <laughs> <laughs> but, but honestly, you know, yeah. it, it's kind of funny because his was, is very similar to Jackie. You know, when you yeah. interviewed him uh, on the show, like, like 144 or 143 or something like that. He made that comment that, you know, he emailed us and we emailed back and he's like, oh my gosh, this is a proper person. It was a really, it was a really bad accent. He'll, he'll laugh at me about that. But, um, but yeah, it's like, you're right. Because I was in that same position. I mean, before you and I knew each other, it was like, I felt like I was going to be in the worst job forever, like ever. And now I look back and that was three years ago, four years ago or whatever. And it went way faster than I thought it would. And I think that's something that's really important for everybody to remember is when you look back, it won't have taken nearly as long as you think it, it will. Yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And I just got, I mean, I just got another email um, a little bit earlier from, from Julia in, I think, I think she had said Russia. And, and I think we were just talking about this before we hit the record button and everything too. But, you know, she was, she was in a pretty frustrated place, but the thing that I told her back was just exactly that. Like if you keep taking steps forward, it's the small steps over time that add up to big life changes. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it, it doesn't have to actually be that long. I mean, geez, we went from this podcast is three years old and the business is, is three years old now at this point too. Um, cause we started both at the, at the same time, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's only three years ago. Yeah. A lot happens in three years. Yeah. Yeah. But not very much too. It's fast. Wow. Okay. Here we are again. Here we are again. All right. So fill, fill people in really quick, like for what, uh, what happened after you left and what, what are you doing now? Like what your own career change path, right? Yeah. Catch catch people up here. So, uh, Jackie, if you haven't, well, no, she's going in order. So she will know. Never mind. Um, I was going to say, Jackie, if you haven't heard yet, but, uh, so I left. Was it year, was it two years ago now? A year ago. Seriously? Oh my it goodness. was two it was almost two years, right? That's nutty. It must be, yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. Um because I was focusing on on networking and helping people build relationships and stuff and, and I thought that was it. I'm, this is what I'm gonna do until the day I die. Um newsflash is probably never the thing you're gonna do till the day you die. Um, <laughs> Surprise. I started about that same well, about no, it was about Eight months later or nine months later, I started working with Matt McWilliams, who's also been on the podcast way, way back early. Um, Episode seven, Ooh, I believe. Wow. Um, started working with him doing affiliate launches. So um, for those of you who aren't familiar with affiliate marketing, it's basically like the digital version of like having coupons and giving people credit for sales and stuff. So um, we do affiliate launches for people like uh, Ray Edwards, Lewis Howes, Brian Tracy, um, Michael Hyatt. Uh, Ziegler Corporation, you know, people like that. I love how I say that, like, eh, you know. No big deal. No, it is not lost on me how ridiculously awesome that is. And, my, and Matt and I pinch ourselves all the time. So anyways, I start working with him, which led me back to what happened in your career, actually. Um, you know, Scott and I, you know, we've, we've remained friends. We still hang out. We still, you know, have lunch every couple of weeks. We still get our families together and, and the kids play and whatnot. And my son causes a mess all over his bathroom, but we don't get <laughs> that's another uh, story for another time. Was, David was Ralph, you email don't me and, and I will tell you all about it. Um, <laughs> market happen So anyways, because of that, you know, you were talking this last year about wanting to really grow the business and, and you've done an awesome job and talking about affiliate stuff. And, 
And I just said, hey, well, I kind of know how to do that now. Why don't I help you out? And so we've been doing that together, which has been really fun, which allowed me to get this email from Jackie because I got back into that email address. Um, and then like, it's interesting because I love affiliate marketing. I love doing it, but it's not what I plan on doing the rest of my life. And I think that's scary for some people, Scott, with their careers. They, they're kind of terrified to have that thought. Like, I don't want to do this forever because it is, it's terrifying. You want to know what you're going to be doing. But I just kind of realized in, in working through things, I, I, I don't even know how I came across it. I think I had some conversation with Matt and whatnot, but I just started doing, um, you know, started a site called backyardsoccercoach.com where I'm, I'm helping parents, you know, help their kids to become better soccer players and in the process of doing so, spending time with them. And, you know, I remember like five or six years ago thinking, man, if I could just like find some way to like, just like play soccer and talk about soccer, that would be the life. And I finally found a way. And I think it's interesting how our, our career paths just kind of meander back and forth and, and you just kind of like things just kind of fall into place. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm doing the, the affiliate stuff still um, with Matt, with you as well, uh, but also starting that up and, and really, really enjoying uh, talking about soccer and helping people and helping pa- parents um, to help their kids become better soccer players. And, and it's just, it's fun. It, it's a lot of fun. And, and so that's, that's where I'm at now. That's what I've been doing. And, and uh, just loving life and, and having a blast doing it. Well, I think that's so cool because for as long as I've known you, like <laughs> you've been huge soccer buff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, that's the understatement of the year, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's it's super cool to see, at, I don't know, I, you and I met like just after you left Let's see. Was it just after? Yeah, you just after you left one job that you were really not excited about, and then you yes. made a move to to a job that was much much better fit, but you knew was you weren't going to stay there forever, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's been really interesting to see even you know your progression because I think you've had you've had a good idea of some of the important things that you've wanted in your life, mm-hmm. but haven't necessarily known exactly how how they fit. Yeah, yeah, how they how they fit together, right? So it's, it's been super cool to see you go through this progression and like you clear a little bit more of the, the dirt away right. and it's like, oh, I'm going to this next thing, this next level, clear a little bit more of the dirt away. And it's like, oh, here we go. Move on another level. And I think that's the way that it happens and can happen and should happen for everybody. And they should expect it to happen rather than like, oh, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to hustle, 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 figure out the one thing that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And then I'm going to be there forever. And then it's going to be awesome. And then, you know, rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. Oh, unicorns. <laughs> Ooh, we yeah. got to it. There we go. Market. What time is that? When do we get the unicorns? 16 minutes in. 16 minutes. Market. All right. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I mean, I think so many people, and Scott, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure you hear this all the time. It's like, well, this is what I really like doing, but there's no way I can make money doing that. There's no way that could be my career. There's no way that could be my business. And I got to be honest with you, like I've been trying, I found some papers a while ago where like five years ago, I had sat down and like tried to map out how could I do like soccer camps? How could I do this? And I've always wanted to do that. And it just didn't fit. Like I couldn't find how it actually fit. And so through the years, it was just always kind of in the back of my mind. And I did some other stuff and, and took a couple, another couple steps. And, and it's just now getting to the point where it's like, that's how I can make money, you know, with my passion. That's how I can. Oops, sorry. That, now you that, did it. That, uh, <laughs> but that's how I can make money doing what I love to do. And so I don't care what your passion is. I don't care what you really like to do. You really can do that and make a living doing it. But sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes you got to kind of, like Scott said, dig away a ways and then, then let it sit for a little bit and then look at it again and then let it sit for a little bit and do something else and get some other skills. And, and that's really what it came down to with me is I, I developed some skills. I developed a lot of online marketing skills. I developed some um, copywriting skills and those types of things. And then everything came together where it's like, okay, yeah, I can do this now. This is the niche. This is how I'm going to do it. And I actually see a way to make a living doing it. And when I do, it's going to be so much fun. Like I, I can like go out and play soccer with my daughter for 40 minutes and it'll be work. I can go buy soccer gear and it will be a business expense. And it's like, this is like amazing. It's awesome. So, well, I think the other really cool thing about it too, is you've been around this type of thought, you know, career progression, thought process and everything like that long enough to where I know that you know that how how your business looks in your mind and how that uh, that career path looks in your mind, you know it's going to change. And I heard you say mm-hmm. that a little while ago. And I think yeah. I think that truly is the scary part to people. But uh, what's the cliche um, about enjoy the journey? Yes. There you go. There you go. Enter it's the cliche the, here. It's about, about the, the journey. journey. The journey. <laughs> it's about your journey, man. 
Hey, 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 it's Scott, and I just wanted to cut in here for just a second because we've got something incredibly special for you coming up right now. I want those of you that are really interested in finding a career that fits and actually not just finding it, but making the change, making the career change to something else. I want you to attend our upcoming training. And here's how you can get there. You can go over to happentoyourcareer.com slash live workshop. That's www.happentoyourcareer.com slash live workshop and sign up. Or if you're already on our email list, if you're already getting Happen to Your Career news, then you're going to get a message. So watch out for it. Take, take a glance and then make the time. <laughs> take the time, make the time to attend because that that training will get you started down the road to be able to change your life and that's exactly what we want to do around here so it's going to help you it's going to help you specifically look at this stuff this work this career change in a completely different way than what you have before so i want to see you there let me know or anybody on the team know if you have any questions we'll point you in the right direction all right we'll see you there next week it takes place on October 3rd. So now we've we've caught, caught up to speed. Mark uh, Mark's been around. He's been getting tons of different experiences. He's been living the life and stuff. And then now now he's pushed away or cleared away the dirt and onto the next thing. But we've we've had some other people that have been listening to this show that have done some similar things too, and I think that's really really cool. And we'd love to to read you one of those emails that got just just really recently here. Wait, somebody's doing soccer coaching. Soccer coaching. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, weird. Hey, oh, look at this oh, website, wow. Backyard Soccer Coach <laughs> Two. Huh. Com. Or Backyard Soccer Coach <laughs> Dot Me. <laughs> so don't forget the weird. two, or you'll get an egg. <laughs> uh, oh. Twitter Twitter joke. <laughs> okay sorry carry on this is my only this is my only like purpose in this entire episode if you're not sure is just to like make wise cracks why scott's trying to do something important um and i'm good at it it's it's my calling really yeah. <laughs> it's my hobby it's uh yeah i would i would say it's not the only thing though not the only you're multi-talented I'm you can make wide wise cracks as you're reading emails i mean i'm at least bi-talented i have at least two talents <laughs> let's let's delve into this thank you note i think like this is uh you want to read this or you want me to read yeah i can read it uh yeah this is a really cool email i love this first line it says i just want to send you a thank you note i fit every line of your emails webinars and podcasts i was in the military then got a job got a job as a project manager for a company that makes gas turbine engine parts in commercial aerospace not at all a passion but the pay the pay wasn't bad and it was a new city close to my family I knew right away it wasn't a good fit and wasted no time. Um, it wasted no time quitting and going back to the drawing board. After six more weeks of doing nothing but vacationing and avoiding trying to figure out what to do. The vacationing part sounds fun, though, Scott, just so you know. Um, I was desperate to find a resource that could help me identify my passion. Right there in my Google search under podcast was HTYC. It was if, as if your podcast was written for me. I downloaded all of the Figure It Out podcasts, laced up my running shoes, and didn't finish the run until I completed the podcast. Oh my goodness! Not only do I, run. not only do I know what I want to do, but I'm also in the best shape of my life. <laughs> I, we haven't advertised it that uh, way, but now we will. Seven podcast episodes later, no, just the Figure It Out ones. Got it. Uh, the next day, I completed the steps from the workbook you email out from the site. Patterns emerged that were always lingering. Clarity on my values. Uh, being able to manage my own time. And the biggest breakthrough of all was the signature strengths idea. If only someone had directed me to your podcast earlier, I may have saved myself time and money. However, I wouldn't appreciate what your podcast did for me had I not had all of that trial and error. So she's talking a little bit about what we were talking about, how you just you kind of meander through it a little bit. During the transition process, I have been adamantly opposed to starting my own business or the idea of becoming an entrepreneur. Your workbook showed me that my passion is organizing, planning, and helping others to do this better. I have a desire to unlock my creative side that is not inherent to driving, uh, to being in the military. Um, and I value the ability to be the master of my schedule and income. It turns out that I was so fearful of the business idea because I was the most passionate about it. I have decided to launch a business as a professional organizer, something I have been doing free for my family and friends. 
While the road will be long, I have a lot to learn. I am, I am for the first time maybe ever excited about the prospect of my career and confident that I have the resources available to make it happen. Thanks for, fi- for figuring out how to look at this career conundrum so many of us are facing in a practical way. Sincerely, I was trying to think of one of those funny, like, made-up names that they have in, like, the newspaper columns. Now, this is from Kelly. This is, uh, this is, um, so, so f- first of all, if you live anywhere near Moses Lake, Washington, I could use a professional organizer, so I will be your first client. But second of all, seriously, thank you. Thank you for sending the email in the first place. And this is, this is so cool to see that somebody has gone through in, in this way and being able to been able to connect the patterns and connect the dots for some of the stuff that, that they enjoy. And they're already doing, she's already doing it. She can't help but do it. Well, and I think it's important too, because you're not going to toot your own horn, but I mean, Scott, the process you put together, I mean, look at the clarity, look at the, the, the specifics that she has there of, Hey, as I'm figuring out my signature strength, these are the exact things I love to do. And I know you're not going to brag about it, but I mean, this process is pretty dang awesome. Because it, I mean, look at the the specificity that she was able to say. These are the things I like to do. These are the things that I really want to do. And I think that's the power of the process that you've put together. Is it allows people to walk through that process and really say, "Yep, that's me. That's always been me, but I just didn't realize it." That's kind, but you help put together that process too. <laughs> so well, if you yeah, want to give me some all credit, the all the things that you just it. said, right back at you. <laughs> Uh, folks is what we call fishing for a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what we call successfully fishing for a compliment. Oh, I totally good. didn't even think about that. Kelly, thank you very much. You forgot it. See, it's been that long ago. Oh my goodness. Like all I do is deal with Billy's now. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know, I don't know anything else. On. Nothing. Yeah. Thanks for listening, Kelly. Really, really appreciate it. And thanks for the email. I, uh, I, this is, this is another one. We've got a few questions too. We want oh. to try and answer a few questions as we go along. Okay. You ready for this, Mark? Yes. Let's hear it. Okay. So this one is, this is from a, a longer email and we're going to try and take a crack at a couple of these questions here. So they are all over the place, but that's, I think that's okay. I get actually, truly, I get a lot of emails like that because when people come to us and come to our door or start listening to the podcast, they're kind of in the same place that you and I have both been, Mark. We're like, oh, yeah, goodness, totally. how do I want to spend my time? What do I want to do? Like, what should I be doing? Like, why isn't this making any sense? Where do I get started? I know that I like these things, but I really hate all this other stuff. How can it be different? And you kind of feel all over the place mm-hmm. and you're not really sure where to get started. So here's a, here's a couple of the questions. So this is this is from Kirsty, And Kirsty has... She's kind of gone gone through and she's been in she's been in sales most of her life. You know, her her family was in sales and kind of pushed her to get into sales and you know, she got into it. She's actually pretty good at it as it turns out. So, you know, she says things like, "Hey, I've made really great money. I've had tons of success uh every single position I've had and you know, it's been been great. She doesn't doesn't like it though. She doesn't want to stay but, in it. Yeah. But 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 yeah. So she says, you know, I've got this feeling like I've missed out on my purpose and I'm running out of time. That's something we hear all the time, by the way. Like I feel like I'm wasting time in my current position or that I'm running out of time. Mm-hmm. And so she's in this current sales role. No, she doesn't want to be there. She says, Art, shoot me every day. Yeah. I hate everything about it. <laughs> and barely get out of bed. I love it. I've been there. I've been there, Kirsty. I know how you feel. <laughs> I, uh, I actually thought those words. <laughs> so she says, okay, so all this stuff, it leads me to my job hopping challenge. Cause she's had a few different jobs, right? So she's talking about how, you know, um, I've been trying to stick this out. So it looks better on my resume. I'm growing more depressed by the day. Uh, the reason, you know, is my last few jobs prior for this one, it's only been a year and a few months and everything like that. So she goes on to, to list a few reasons, but I want to, I want to pause right there for just a second. Cause although she doesn't ask a direct question, she'll get, we'll get to the questions in a minute, but, uh, I want to say that it, you can, um, you can get a job hopping, I don't know, status, if you will, if you want something like that. This guy, I had it. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that it's impossible to move. And if you're hating life, then <laughs> it's probably worth it to to move, uh, even to get something that is a better 
than where you're at type position. Was it Chris Licurdo who was on the show and said, sometimes you have to do things you, you like less or that you hate that Mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out. That was early, early on too. Can I, can I respond to that a little bit? Because I had, I had been there. My last job, when I was interviewed, they actually addressed that specifically in the interview. Like I sat down with them and the lady that became my boss said, it seems like you switch jobs every two years. Why? And like, it was a bad thing. Like I had the job hopper, like, like that was my badge and my response. And they, they took it really well. I said, look, I haven't found what I want to do yet. Like none of those things fit. And I think this is a better fit. I didn't say it was the perfect fit. I didn't say that it was going to be the place I stayed forever. And ironically it was two years and a month later that I switched jobs again. You're nothing but consistent. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But that's what I said. And I think that's, I think that's acceptable. I think if you're just confident in saying, look, I'm trying to figure out what I want to be doing and I give my best every job, but that doesn't mean it's a good fit. And I'm just trying to figure out what it is. I feel like this is a better fit. I'm going to give it everything I can. Uh, but that's why I've went from job to job. I haven't found what I'm passionate about yet. I, I mean, some people maybe look at you bad, but I mean, like you said, Scott, if you're really that unhappy, I mean, resume be damned. I mean, seriously, if, the if it's bothering you, if it's, if it's affecting your life, I would rather have a job hopping, you know, badge and be getting closer to something that I like to be doing than to stick it out and be miserable and be, you know, practically sick on Sunday nights, not wanting to go to work and not wanting to go to sleep on Sundays because, you know, when you do, you have to wake up the next morning to go to work that you don't like to do. I, I don't know. I think for me, that's that's where I was at. And I, I was OK with just looking him in the eye and saying, this is why I've changed jobs, you know, because there's a reason, you know, I mean, you don't have to get into the details, but just, hey, it wasn't a good fit. Sorry. You know, and I think most people kind of understand that as long as you're sincere, as long as you don't look like you're trying to to like hide some bad experience that happened and you're just being honest and saying it wasn't a good fit. Well, then they should understand that. I'm sure they've had a job that wasn't a good fit. Well, yeah. So that's that's, my that's a really interesting thing, though, in itself. Like, I think people really do understand that because most people are kind of in the same place. Yeah. Sadly as it is, you know, some people aren't accepting of, of moving and doing something different and that that's actually an okay thing. Um, that's not socially accepted necessarily, but it is accepted that, Hey, look, I've gone and done something and I don't really like it all that much. And that's, that's okay. And I think that that's okay to, to talk about too, especially if you're trying to line up something that is a better situation for you. Cause you're going to perform better. You're going to, you're going to be better for them as well as better for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, here's another really interesting thing that I think I heard you say, Mark, or at least you alluded to, and that's the, um, why would you stay around for what might happen? that you might be perceived as a job hopper on your resume, or you might be able to, you might be denied one position someplace in an interview because you get to the end of it. They love you and everything like that. And they're like, Oh, oh you know what? Oh, we really like you. We think you sorry. can do the job. And you, you know, all we, that. Have, we have but a two year rule. We have a two year rule. <laughs> job hopper. Um, and I mean, we're being a little fit, facetious here, but it's it's kind of like, uh, geez, what was it? It's it's kind of like selling a house a little bit. Like, you know, if 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 you buy or sell a house, then it only takes one. It only takes one person to buy, and people make all kinds of decisions because of what might happen. My uh, it, it's fresh on my mind because my my mother in law just sold their house, and they held off selling it for two years because of what might happen. Rather than just like putting it up for sale yeah. and just allowing people to buy or not buy, right. uh, instead they thought it might not sell for the right price. So, yeah. Anyways, so sell that house, sell or at least house. try to sell the house. Put the put the yeah. sign up in the front yard at least. Right. Oh my goodness, our friend our friend Richie Norton. He's he's famously said on this podcast, "Magic happens when you're in motion." It does. I mean, just do something. Hmm. We have a mutual friend, Kendra Wright, and she says, um, mm-hmm. uh, we should have her on the podcast. Now that I think oh, about it. you should do that. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Anyhow, another, another side note, but one of the things that I've heard her say time and again is that, um, anytime where it's a question of, should I stay or should I go? I always go. Going always turns out to be better. And I think that's right along the lines of what, what Richie said. Yeah, totally. Cause it's always motion. Mm-hmm. 
the thing that I think is cool too, and I know we're going to get to some of the questions of Kirstie's, but like uh, she's super successful. I mean, like reading through as I'm reading through here, it's like, oh, yeah. I started this company. Oh, I've, you know, I started this and I sold it, and it's like God, killer, killer experiences and killer, you know, yeah. abilities, you know. And I think it's just the the work. I don't. I wouldn't. I mean, if for all the things that you've done, Kirstie, it's like I wouldn't even worry about being a job hopper. It's like just go do what you want to do. I know that's easier said than done. I get it. I've been there. <laughs> It's that simple. Yeah, you know, just do it. Yeah. It's not helpful, is it? <laughs> I think that it can be though, a little bit, because you have been there. You've been in that exact same situation. And if you stop worrying about it, that's that part's really easier said than done. But right. try not to worry about it and instead make the decision to do uh to to go then and and get to a not get to a, the perfect situation nobody wants that kind of pressure, right? Like perfection pressure is what we call it, but instead get to a better situation. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, I, I'm going to do something weird here, Scott. And I, this just came to my mind, but yeah. Kirstie reading through your stuff, I think, you know, starting a project would be amazing for you. And if you will send me an email with your address, I will mail you a copy of Richie Norton's book, our friend, Richie. I will send you a copy of it because I think that book would open your eyes and I think it would help you to realize that these awesome ideas you're talking about, these things that you want to do in this email that we're reading, um, you can do them and don't be afraid to do it. Um, So yeah, shoot me an email and I will mail you that book. Mark at happenyourcareer.com. Anybody else that emails me, I can't promise you that. I am not going to send out 45 books. Richie would love it if I did, but I'm probably not going to be able to. And you can't say your name's Kirsty <laughs> when, right. when your email says Andy Williger or something. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> I don't know who Andy Williger is. My, my, le- my legal name is Bob, but I go by Kirsty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get to these questions here really quick. Sorry. Uh, no worries. So then, you know, she's, she's looking at a lot of different things. By this way, this is really common too. Like I get questions like this constantly. Uh, as in like multiple times a week, these exact same questions. And I probably have hundreds of emails with these exact same questions. Um, okay. So she says, you know, when I, when I did your first exercise and went back to all my jobs that I realized that I enjoy the, the work, that, the work that I realized I enjoy the most is digital marketing and product marketing manager. And I seem to have done this type of work inside of every job I've had. She loves researching competition. She loves developing a unique position. And then the the whole social media marketing and digital marketing thing is a total blast for her, right? So she asks, do I get a master's at age 47 in this? Do I try and get somebody to hire me in the field or just pull out all the extra work I, I did over these companies over the years and modify my LinkedIn to, to do this and make it happen? Like how, how should I go about this? Because she says, I've been unbelievably depressed about this and quite anxious about what to do next. And she says, this is, this is why you're my top show. I, I really need help. We appreciate being your top show, Kirsty. Um, okay. So let's, let's try and break some of this stuff down for her. Yeah. So what does she do? What does she do, Scott? What would you tell her? If you and, if you and Kirsty or Bob, if that's her real name, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you, if you and Kirsty were sitting down talking, having a cup of coffee, what would you tell her? I mean, First do you get a all, master's? I would be much more caffeinated. You'd be more excited, excitable than this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> uh, so I'd be more scary. But <laughs> after that, you know, I, I think education is a really, really good thing. That said, <laughs> here comes the but. <laughs> no but. Oh. And 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 oh. I think education is a really good thing, and. I would say that as long as it fits what it is that you want to be doing and is the most expedient route or the most beneficial route to what it, what, what you actually want to do. And I look at it from a return on investment perspective. So when I say return on investment, I'm talking about time and money and other resources too, uh, opportunity costs, things along those lines. But, um, but even if we're just looking at it from the time and money, if she goes to get a, a master's, like that's going to take two years probably. Right. Mm-hmm. Some yep. people take three or four years and spread it out if they're doing it part-time, whatever, but at a minimum it's going to take like two years extra of, of time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if, if that's the case, it's probably also going to cost, I think the average cost when I looked it up a couple of months back was like 41,000 and change Ooh, for wow. a master's degree. 
actually, sorry, that was for an MBA, a uh, regular, a master's degree and other stuff might be a little bit different, but, um, it's not going to be, not going to be a small amount. Right. Right. Okay. So you've got that. And I think the other ways that you could get experience in that, first of all, let's, let's call out the fact that she already has experience in that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I mean, she kind of alludes to that too and says, okay, you know, should I, should I just leverage some of the experience I already have? Should I put that on my LinkedIn? Should I put that on my resume? What should I do? How do I get started? Um, that sort of thing. Right. So I would encourage you to take advantage of what you already have, because what I find is most people are looking at different types of, of jobs, different types of roles and saying, oh my goodness, I don't have any of this experience. When really I start to ask them questions and it's like, well, wait <laughs> a minute, totally hold do. on. You, you did that exact thing. Yeah. Your job title wasn't that, but you did that for like a third of your job. Right. How does that not count as experience? And then, you know, we just have them adjust their resume accordingly to represent that stuff, which is the stuff that the employer is really actually interested in anyway. They don't want to see all the other crap that you did as a job. That's not relevant to that position. Mm-hmm. Um, they only want to see the stuff that's really relevant to them. So if that's the case, the the affirmative answer is yes, leverage that experience that you already have. And then yeah. if there's if there's things that you've identified that you need, I would say, what are the other ways to be able to get that? Mark and and you know, jump in here anytime for, for any of this stuff. But YouTube I've found mm-hmm. is by far the best learning resource out of anything else that I've ever seen. Anytime I want to know something, I can usually Google it, find it on YouTube in a matter of sixty seconds. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like I was just thinking about the fact you're talking about an MBA being 40 grand. You know, people think about that like, oh, I should go back and get an MBA. But then they find like, a, you know, some expert that has put together a course and it costs 1497. They're like, oh, that's a lot of money. I know. And it's like, <laughs> what? It's like, I mean, there are so many ways to learn that that don't cost $40,000. I'm not saying that that might not be the best thing. Maybe it is. And and only you can decide that. But I mean, there are ways like like you said, Scott, I mean, you could go on YouTube and find stuff for free. You can find somebody that has a blog somewhere that teaches you how to do what you want to do. And they probably have free resources that you can download. And they probably have a course that you can get that's much cheaper than $40,000. I mean, at the high end, a course is going to be like nineteen ninety seven. I mean, you know, that's what that's what one of ours is. So, I mean, find other ways and, and weigh the differences, you know. I'm not, I'm not saying that, that on a resume, a course that you took online is necessarily going to look the same as a master's degree. But dang it, if you can do the same thing and you can prove that you know how to do it and you have those skills, who cares? You know, I mean, that's really what you're looking for here. It's not it's not necessarily just to put it on your resume. It's to say, I can do this. I, I know how to do this. I, I have these. Rather to show it to a potential employer or to be able to convince a client if you're starting a business that you know how to do that. And there's a ton of ways to do that. So, I mean, that's what I would say is is find those ways and don't necessarily just think that traditional education is the only way that you can develop those skills because it's not. In fact, it's becoming, it is declining interestingly enough because there's so many other options out there. So this is, this is something I'm pretty passionate about, um, disrupting the current education model. Cause to be quite honest, it's really, really expensive for a lot of the, a lot of the options out there. And Mm -hmm. Not all the time. There are some really good programs out there. There's some really amazing programs, but by and large, there are programs that are out there. Don't fully prepare you for what it is that you actually need. Mm -hmm. And they move really slow. They're they're five five years behind, you know, cutting edge technology or, you know, the newest ideas or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So you're typically paying for a reputation as opposed to for actual knowledge or actual experience. And I think that that's something you consider not saying that one is better than the other. Cause in some cases the reputation is extremely valuable. Yeah. Um, I want, I want my heart surgeon to, uh, to have a, a reputation from a medical. Yes, I do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I want him to have multiple degrees from multiple places. And I don't know, but, you name but, it. But my digital marketing person, I don't care if they went to Harvard, you know what I mean? It's like, if they say, hey, look, you know, I've, I've taken, especially when you're talking digital marketing, especially when you're talking social media marketing, those types of things, which she mentions, I mean, it, it's just as valid for you to say, hey, you know, I've, I, I've, I've taken this course from, you know, social media examiner, or I've taken this course from digitalmarketer.com or whatever. I mean, that means something, you know, those are people that are killing it in those, those industries. So, I mean, especially when you're talking those types of things those types of skills, there are some awesome resources that are much cheaper than going to a, a master's program where they're not really going to teach you that stuff. And if they do, it's going to be in a really corporate way. 
that doesn't really work for most people. Yeah, absolutely. So just on the education point, I think we've, we've covered that one. The other, the other point I'd throw out there really, really quick is that, you know, in terms of actually getting the job, you know what, the job hopper thing doesn't really matter all that much if you're building, uh, or if you're taking some advantage of some types of opportunities through relationships mm-hmm. and you know, that just, it really doesn't matter as much because if they've already begun to know you, then people will overlook stuff. They will yeah. bend the rules for you. They will, they, you can get just about anything through relationships to some degree. And I'm not talking about exploiting relationships. I'm not talking about taking advantage of relationships. I'm talking about, um, building them intentionally, genuinely, and using them to, uh, to your advantage and their advantage too. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. There's a lot of different ways to do that, but one really, really simple way for Kirsty could be she could identify people that are already doing this sort of thing and call them up and be able to say, Look, I'm really interested in in what it is that you do. I've I've done a bunch of this at, at different types of jobs, but I've never done it as a as a full time thing. I've got probably the equivalent of like ten years worth of experience in this, but it's been spread out over over, you know, fifteen, seventeen years or something, whatever it's been. And yeah, I, I'm really interested in learning more about what you do, how you do it, your company, that sort of thing. And that can be the beginning of a relationship. And you, at the same time, she can find out, like she can ask them questions about, Hey, how, how did you get into this in the first place? how did you make the transition? What would you recommend? You know, uh, would you, who would you recommend that I talk to at your company? If I'm interested in getting to this thing, you know, that, that simple strategy in itself can just totally break down all, all the barriers that, you know, we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have we, have we answered the question here? I think so. Okay. Don't forget the email, Kirsty. Email me. Email him. Kirsty, thank you so much for, for yeah. listening to the show. Really, really awesome appreciate email. it. Awesome email. Absolutely glad to have you as a listener. Okay. So here's a, here's another one. Let's try and answer one more. You good for one okay. more? I'm good for one more. Okay. I'm good for seven more if you want. Seven more? Ooh, that is a lot. Okay, let's do at least one more. They probably don't want to listen to me that long, though. <laughs> okay, so this one is from... Who is this one from? This one's from... Anonymous. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't see who this one's from. Okay, so it says... She said, just wanted to check in and say hello, and then I'm looking forward to getting some answers. So am I. <laughs> so I love the expectation up front. I am looking forward to you answering my question. Get my answers. No, that's that's cool. We, we, we want to give you some answers. That's what we're talking about now. My current situation right now is that I'm ready to move on and find something new. I like flexibility of the hours and the job, and it isn't difficult. I go into work feeling like uh, could be doing something better with my time. There's that doing something better with my time thing again, huh? So I feel like I'm wasting time. So my challenge is how do I find a job that is flexible, a challenge for me and actually makes a difference? Thank you for your time. All right. No, no small amount of pressure and go Mark. What do you think? (laughs) Oh, this is from Amy, by the way. This is from Amy. Amy. Okay. Well, hi, Amy. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, wow. Yeah. Let's add in a few more things in there that makes a little more, I think, you know, when I read that really, it comes down to Scott, when you're talking about designing your life and, and saying, you know, and saying exactly, okay, what does flexibility mean? What does it challenge me? What does it mean for me to make a difference? Because if, if you don't have that defined really well, it's easy to, to come across the next job that has one of those or two of those and say, oh, this is it. I've got to do it. And then you get there and you realize kind of where you're at right now. You know, there's flexibility. Yeah, for sure. But it's not a challenge. You know, I'm kind of bored. It doesn't really challenge me or make me feel like I'm contributing in a way that nobody else can. So I think a lot of it is really just sitting down and, and asking yourself and spending some time asking um, asking those hard questions. You know, Scott, you and I have gone through this exercise I think when we were designing the, the A-Day course where it was like, okay, we're going to sit down and we're going to ask why seven times. And that is a flipping hard exercise. So I think I would, I would say do something like that. Sit down and say, okay, what does flexible mean? Well, flexible means that I can come and go as I want. Okay, what does that mean though? How, what, what does come and go as I want mean? Because that can mean a lot of different things in different instances and in different, you know, jobs and different, um, you know, family relationships and different, you know, societies. And so I think the first thing you have to do in that sense is really get clear on what it means to be flexible, what it means to be a challenge and what it means to make a difference because make a difference could mean a whole heck of a lot of different things. What do you think? I think you're right on. I think you're Thank right you. on. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Fishing for a compliment again. 
Nicely put. What do you think? Oh, it's a big one too. How great how great do you think that response was, Scott? <laughs> Sorry, that's how it should have responded. Huh? Extra great. <laughs> I you know, I don't want to repeat anything that you already said, but I do absolutely agree. Please do. <laughs> Tell me where I just make sure you reference me just, if you do it. <laughs> I don't want to repeat how awesome Mark Sievercrop is, but I'm going to. <laughs> Mark, you're so awesome. That answer was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I totally agree with what you said in that I think that her first step is really getting clear on these pieces. And I've said that hundreds of times, if not thousands of times, but I, I do believe that your first step isn't go and find the job with this stuff. Your first step is really defining what these things actually mean to you, because how are you going to know when you find the job? Let's say you do a good job at job finding. Mm-hmm. How are you going to know when you actually get there? It's like the Cheshire cat. Okay. So let me, let me peel back one, one other step and say that, you know, it's not just about defining what it is and not just about how you know where you're going to get there, but how are you going to be able to ask for what you want if you don't know what it is? Because what I find is that people get people who ask for what they want very often, surprise, get what they want. It's just, most of us don't know what we want or can't define it well enough. Mm -hmm. I think too, you know, as I'm reading this again, you know, she says, my current situation is that I'm ready to move on and find something new. Yeah. I think sometimes we think that that's a bad thing. And, and as I was, I was reading through that, I'm thinking, good for you. Yeah. Good for, you've grown, you, you've developed, you, you're getting to the point where you need a new challenge. And that's a good thing. We all grow. We all do different things. So I don't know if she was putting it that way. I don't know if it was, oh man, I feel bad about it. But I know some people do feel that way. And I know some people feel bad that they want to go to a new job or they want a new challenge. And I think it's important to realize that that means you, you're growing. That means you're you're getting better. That means you're developing skills. That means you're finding out what you want to do. And that's a good thing. We we don't live in a society where we're going to spend 40 years in a job anymore. We just don't. And, I, and to be completely honest with you, I think if our grandparents were honest with themselves, they didn't really want to spend that much time in most of their jobs either. That's just what you did. And so that's what they did. So Good for you, Amy. That's awesome. So two things I would encourage you to do, Amy. One is um, go go download our What Fits You podcast. It's a it's an audio course style podcast. Um, also on iTunes, also wherever podcasts are found. Uh, but yeah, search for What Fits You or HTYC. Either way, it'll pop up and then you're good, right? Um, that that actually guides you through. It's an eight, eight podcast series and just kind of step by step some of the things to think about as you're really defining what those things are. And then after that, um, we also have a, uh, a hidden jobs guide that can help you out. But we also have a, um, if, if you want to take all the guesswork out of it, we actually have something that does all of this stuff in one, which is we, we hold a class that is called figure out what fits our career change, uh, career change life class and boot camp. And that's where we literally <laughs> take all the guesswork out of out of this stuff. So that's another option for you as as well. And that's where you can get support and moving through all this this stuff too. As instead of instead of just the just the podcast or anything else, you can have us help out with that and answer all of your questions. We do a lot of that. Yeah. I think it's important to point out too that that, that figure it out podcast. Yeah. Um you can actually get you can actually go through that in one quick run. Um, we learned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so just lace on your shoes and, and get running. And not only will you figure out what you want to do, you will also be healthier and better looking. Okay. These statements have not been approved by the FTC. <laughs> 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 I'm not making fun of Kelly. It was Kelly, right? I'm not making Kelly. fun of Kelly. I just Kelly. think that's totally cool. I think that's awesome. Like, I don't think I could have ran that that far at one time. So I'm I'm completely thinking that's awesome. I think they're like 13 minutes a piece, so... It's, yeah, it's, I can it's like at least a half marathon. Ooh, yeah. At least a half marathon. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. All right. You want to do one last one? Yeah, let's do one last one. Okay. You want me to read it? Sure. All right. Let's see. Okay. I might be an odd case. That's how, that's how Sarah starts this. Um, we, we've heard that before. You're, <laughs> you're not an odd case, Sarah. Not that's how everybody starts all the emails, <laughs> all of the people. Um, because I'm at a potential transition time. Yep, you're definitely not an odd case. Uh, currently on maternity leave um, with, a, with a child and looking ahead to see if her current job is right for her. Um, I've worked at the same fantastic company 
since I was 22 right out of college and just celebrated 10 years there. Uh, they hired me as, as an intern for a summer, became full-time, uh, put into a brand new focus group or a group. Um, they're a consulting firm. Uh, let's see, started doing like project management and then that became her title. However, as my life changes, I wonder if the path I am on is right or if I need to branch away from this company. Not really a question, but kind of. There's more questions of a, buried a, in there. Oh, so yeah. More of a musing, um, wondering. So, Scott, what do you tell Sarah? You know, I think um, similar to what we, we just mentioned for Amy, I really think that the answer to that question about whether whether the path you're right or the path you're currently on is right, whether you need to branch away, is dependent upon what you really want. So again, you have to know what you want to be able to get what you want and ask for what you want and all that sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So um would encourage you to do some of those same things. Take advantage of the of the What Fits You podcast, take advantage of our our live class, take advantage of actually we have a uh, something else we have coming up here too. Uh, really, really, really quick in the next, uh, next week or so we have a, um, we have a live training that we're doing as well. It's happenyourcareer.com slash live workshop. And we'll actually include the links in the, in the show notes and the, in the blog post and everything like that. And if you're on our email list, uh, certainly we'll, we'll send out a invite to that for you. But I would recommend attending that too, because that helps you think about this stuff drastically differently. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I think what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to go through and get clear on, clear on what you want in some of the areas of your life. And then that, the interesting thing about it is when you do that, you can simply ask a, a very easy question. And it's, does my current path get me closer to this or further away from it? Or does the opposite version, you know, if I branch away from the company and move to a, another thing, can that get me closer to what I want? after I figured it out or will it not? And you can compare those and say, okay, which one gets me closer? And then it's really, really simple. And that's, I'm, I'm not very smart most of the time. So I look for the simple stuff (laughs) and I really like simple questions like that. So figure out what you want, identify, you know, the different areas of your life. And that's everything from, you know, what do you, what do you want for you and your family? Like, uh, did I just read that she had, yeah, she just, yeah. Yeah, two children. So, you know, what do you want for your family? Who are the types of people you want to spend time around? What do you want in terms of your work environment? Uh, what do you want in terms of what's important to you in terms of work culture? Uh, you know, how do, what areas do you want to experience growth and be challenged? What what do these things actually look like for you? Um, are they you know health and fitness and and wellness and things like that? Like, uh, what do you want in that area? What do you what do you want to be able to? How do you want to spend your time? So all these, all these questions and a whole bunch more, we, we guide you through these types of things and all the resources that we've talked about. It's none of it is easy. None of Mm -hmm. it is easy at all, but it's worth doing. Yeah. I think too, you know, you kind of touched on it, you know, with the all aspects of your life, because I think that's really, you know, especially when you're on maternity leave and now you're asking those questions, obviously, um, your family is weighing on your mind. And, and I mean, that's something that, that I think about too. I mean, as I've been looking at what I want to do leading up to, you know, my next, you know, things that I do, you know, yeah, I'm doing the, the soccer coaching and, you know, on, on the site and whatnot. But like, part of me was like, I would love, like, I would love nothing more Scott than to be a professional soccer coach. Like I would love to do that. However, when I look at every aspect of my life, I look at the travel, I look at the the time away from my family. I, I look at those things and I say, okay, that's not a good fit. Like I would love to do that. But because of the other things that are outside of specifically what I'm doing, it's not a good fit. And I think that's, you know, I think that's where, you know, what, what we offer with, with figure out what fits and, and the other resources and looking at all aspects of your life, that's where it's important. Because if we get, you know, focused on one aspect of our life, the best job in the world can be a complete nightmare and miserable because it doesn't fit those other aspects of your life. And so you're exactly right. I think, you know, Sarah, as you go through this, you know, look at all, everything, ask yourself all of those questions. You know, when do I want to be around my family? How much do I want to be around my family? And ask all those questions. And that will help you to decide whether you stay where you're at or whether you look for something else or, or whether you decide to do something completely different. Um, but yeah, you just got to get clear on those things. And, and again, I think, you know, just like everybody else we've talked about, I'm seeing a pattern here, Scott, the people that listen to this podcast are very, very accomplished. You know, no, no joke, Sarah no. has a ton of experience. She has a lot of, 
lot of different um, things that she's done within this company, even though it's been one job and it's been uh, quite some time, you've done a lot of different things and you have a lot of different skills. And so that allows you to kind of look at other things and, and kind of branch out and decide what really fits what I'm doing and what I want to do. Scott and I'm back and I absolutely hope that you love that. It's been a while since we've had Mark on the show and it's, <laughs> I forgot how much I missed it. So I hope you enjoyed it too. And thank you so very much. We've had, we've had so many really amazing emails and comments and even, even reviews about both the show and our company. And the simple truth is if, you, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be able to do this. We wouldn't be able to do this. So we really, truly enjoy helping you get where you want to go. And we would love to make you a success story. I'd love to, I don't know, who knows, even bring you on the podcast and, and allow you to tell your story to be able to inspire other people. But it all starts with taking action right here, right now. One, one day at a time, every day moving yourself a little bit closer to work that you love doing, whether it's a business or it's a career change, then I want to, I want to see you take that action. And no matter what we can, we can help you. So don't hesitate to reach out. You don't have to do this alone. As it turns out, we've got a lot of, <laughs> we've spent the last three years building out, um, programs and, and coaching and all kinds of stuff to be able to help you. So don't, don't sit there anymore. Make it happen. Take action right now. If you don't know what to do, drop us an email. We'll help you figure out what to do. Thanks again for listening to the show. And what I would really encourage you to do is go go check out the upcoming training that we have to be able to help you figure out what some of the most important steps are for your career change, especially if you're not entirely sure where to begin, especially if you're not getting the results that you want. Uh, especially if you're looking for uh, if you're looking for a career and a job that really truly fits you, that's going to take place on the third, and hopefully we'll do this training again in the future too. But I will see you next time on the Happen to Your Career podcast. Take a take a listen for what we've got in store for you. Plenty more. Hope to do this for another three years. And I felt like I was doing the responsible thing as a husband of a stay-at-home mom with three young children at home. It wasn't my dream job, but, you know, I thought that I enjoyed it. And in fact, I was very content in my career as an insurance agent until something happened in December 2005. And I didn't print it out at the time, but if I did, it would have been about three and a half pages of him just authentically and transparently pouring out his life. All right, all that plenty more next time, next week on Happen to Your Career. We will see you then. In the meantime, let us know if there's anything that we can do to help you with your career because, well, hey, that's what we do around here. We'll see you all later. Adios. I'm out. Remember how we used to have those witty banter in the beginning? You still do that? Not really. By yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, Scott. Hey, what would uh, Iron Man say to Superman? If oh, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> oh, I did that wrong. Hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Pause everything. And he, here's a, here's a different way to think about it. One here's one here's a peel back the layer. Ooh, ooh, we're on video, so you can't see me. Like <laughs> it looks like he's doing the butterfly stroke or this something. Is... <laughs> like swimming through water. This is awkward. There's no way we're reading this whole thing on the air. <laughs> this is accountability right here, folks. That's what you need in your job search. You will find. And, and that at that point, we'll start... I do. yeah, we'll start singing Brian Adams. Cue <laughs> Brian Adams. Oh, I was looking to see. I thought I could see the little mouse wheels turning in your head there for a second if your eyes were a little bit bigger. <laughs> no, it's not a it's not a mouse wheel. It's like the little thing that when your Mac is going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right there. It's like the little circle. Okay.
again. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. The guy on night at the museum. Yeah. That is an awesome answer. I don't think I'm going to be able to add anything to that. Oh, a deer I shot last month. Ray, the guy that pumps my gas. <laughs> I've never heard that version before. It's the Jeff Foxworthy version. Uh, Me and him got in a fight. Ball is where I kicked his. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like I was at the beginning of a Macklemore and Ryan Lewis song for a second there. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. <laughs> you were. <laughs> <laughs> That's your sign. Your sign, Josh. I saw the okay. sign. I'm going to cut this out here really quick and then I. Mm-hmm.